1: one of the things that i deal with a lot of people is that many people and you actually taught me this Mm -hmm. but i deal with a lot of people that are you know obviously most of the people uh that follow me or that reach out to me are typically like in a black and brown community and more often than not many of them are they shy away from their uniqueness of course Mm -hmm. they think like traditional corporate Okay, I just need to just be professional and show my professionalism, not show my individuality, not mm. show my personality, not show my, not talk about my gender or my ethnicity or my culture or my passions or my interests or my wittiness, my goofiness. Yeah. And one of the things that you had showed me, and I'm, I'm just going to say this, but I'm going to allow you to kind of like really f- like color it all in. Okay. One of the things that you taught me that showed to be incredibly valuable is no, show all of that. Like lean into your individuality, lean into yeah. things that make you interesting and unique and don't just be this this blank professional corporate canvas. Yeah. And so again, I'm saying that on a high level, but I would love for you to kind of break down why you showed me that and and why people should not be afraid of like you mentioned, updating their LinkedIn, but updating it in a way that just really represents them as an individual.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing is obviously given all the racial tension i mean racial tension has existed since the beginning of time but Mm -hmm. just given like everything from covid a lot of companies began to make these pledges and commitments to diversity and inclusion um and so it was it really it was kind of like a catalyst for for people of our community black and brown minorities underrepresented individuals to really like leverage who they are and break into those roles that they want to break into so i always tell people don't shy away if you've done something with an organization like Nesby or black and tech or women in tech list that out because a lot of times as a recruiter or well, as a recruiter and sourcers, not only are we looking and combing LinkedIn for those niche profiles, but mm. we're looking for candidates who represent some element of diversity. Yeah. Whether that's gender diversity or or racial diversity. So like in my Boolean search, which is
1: well I don't want to get into
2: all of that. But when I'm searching and using keywords. I don't even know what
1: Boolean search. Really. <laughs> Would you, can, you, can you just explain really quickly what is Boolean search?
2: Yeah. So it's just a way to like search for specific things. So you use like quotations and certain rules and parameters. Yeah. Um, and you can, it's not just for LinkedIn. I mean, you could literally do a Boolean search in Google. So if I typed in okay. quotation Cyrus Harbin and quotation and Tech is the new black. It'll pull up everything oh, on the world wide web. That has exactly. Oh, I don't so, even know that. Yeah. So it's it's it can get very technical and nitty-gritty, okay. but I'll it's just go, a great way okay. to like tailor your searches. Yeah. Um so yeah, with that, I will specifically let's say I'm looking to hire um somebody who's done like sustainability work or climate and sustainability work. I will mm-hmm. look for okay, sustainability strategy, um, ESG and then I'll also add in keywords like black in tech yeah. or I'll add in like black and latin sororities and fraternities or I'll add in HBCUs because yeah. I want to pull not only the right candidate but the right candidate who also represents an element of diversity. So and it also aligns with a lot of these company pledges. So it's not something like recruiters just do out of the goodness of their heart mm-hmm. um or like people like me obviously I'm a black woman double minority but we also, do it in alignment and tandem with the pledges these big companies have made. So yeah. it is a priority for companies. Companies do want to diversify their workforces, mm-hmm. and so you, as a minority candidate, should put that out there yeah. so that we can grab you yeah. <laughs> and bring you into
1: into the company. So how? So okay, let, let's say there's a, a let's say there's a, a young uh, Latina woman. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, cool, I hear this. How, like, what does that mean for me? Like, how do I set up my LinkedIn? Like, if if you as a recruiter, you're searching and let's say like, okay, you're like, okay, I'm trying to find either a young black woman, Latina, Asian, just a young woman of color, or just a a young woman in general. But Mm -hmm. let's say, okay, young woman of color. And let's just continue with the, kind of like the young Latina. Yeah. If you're searching for that on LinkedIn, because i know y'all use a back-end version of linkedin linkedin recruiter Mm -hmm. uh where you're it's kind of like a search to find certain talent for how can that young woman have her profile like what are things she can have listed in her profile on Mm -hmm. her page so that way she's ranked high and you're able to find her like even if it's like a first time job whatever like she's ranked high enough that you're able to find her like E- more e- Basically, how can p- people make it to where they can be discovered more easily yeah. just based off their profile? Off
2: of the diversity pieces. Right. So this is where, like, you want to utilize your summary, the summary portion of your LinkedIn. Maybe you yeah. can say something like, as a Latin woman or a Latina woman in tech or mm. Latin X in tech. So just adding in those keywords that you know are synonymous with the the demographic will pull that because if I type in Latin in tech, it's going to pull up everyone who has that in their profile. Yeah. If you've been part of any organizations, I used to recruit and work really closely with an organization called Inroads, and they exist to basically place underrepresented talent like college students in Fortune 500 companies for mm-hmm. internships. And so that's actually how I got my start in the game because I was an <laughs> En-ROADS intern. Shout out to Inroads. But a lot of companies know about this. And so what they'll do, is they'll add in like inroads or SWE or National Society of Black Engineers and it'll pull these people up. If you're a part of a sorority or fraternity, uh, like D9 or anything like that, you can list those out too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would, as much as it matters to like detail out your work experience and what you're doing, also add in like those extracurriculars, those things that make you, you. If you're passionate, if you've done a lot of like, Employee employee resource group work, ERGs or BRGs or affinity work. Put that in your, even if you're just a member even if you're not even like on the on the board or on the leadership team but i am a member of black at google or <laughs> black at microsoft and that just black alone will get picked up too so yes. it'll increase your chances. and there's ways to like you know put it in there so it makes sense yes. you're not just throwing it out there but um yeah put those keywords in it'll pull your resume yep. or your profile
1: S- since uh, like talking with you, I tell people, <laughs> like so I'm always talking. To people, they're like, they're like, man, should I? You know, I mean, I, I see people that are, like like black people where they don't even want to have a profile picture on linkedin because they're no. thinking like oh if they see i'm black they might not want to hire me no please. i'm like you there. better lean into you being black <laughs> like you better you better show that like put your profile and, and again all of this is from you so i don't want you on any any of the gems or game i'm about to give straight from, <laughs> straight from uh Isabel. and then me kind of experimenting with different things she taught yeah. i'm like all the stuff you say i'm like i tell people like yo like, put, like, in your in your kind of, like, uh, I guess, headline or whatever you said it's called. Summary, yeah. Like put, or the headline, there, yeah. Because I mentioned something about you. Something about you being black you know yeah. and i'm like in your in your about me section put something about you being black yeah. and i think i haven't listed in my about me like probably i mentioned it three different ways i'm like as a black man and another part i'm like as an african-american there you go and another so you part, s- as a person of color <laughs> i like know? That heavily. you going to pick up my profile <laughs> i'm like yo y'all gonna find me they gonna find me and, and let me say let me say this real quick because i i think because I want y'all to understand the, the benefit of how and, and I told you this before we interviewed, and I, I think it's beneficial for y'all to learn this. A lot of people see me like, man, Cyrus, how did you scale so quickly in the industry? Mm. And I didn't do something that's really valuable for people to do. I'm gonna be honest. Okay. One thing that people do that's very valuable, I stand by it, even though I didn't do it, I stand by it, is many people like you upgrade your skill set, like your mm. like your capabilities, your knowledge, all of those things. Yeah. Or, of course, you kind of do the tenure game where, you know, you kind of stay at a company for two, three years. You jump to another company, which is also cool. But the way I was able to scale, like, I literally took the, the information, the advice you gave me in between both one, adjusting my LinkedIn profile. And also, we're going to get to it in a second. Like, talk about, like, posting and, and mm. you know, kind of, like, certain things to do with that. But literally, I took the advice she gave me. And I'm, I'm telling you all this so you all understand the value of it. I took the advice that she's giving right now. And when I used that, it transformed my LinkedIn to where there was a period in time when I was, like, really focused on, like, my LinkedIn heavily. There was a period of time I was having, like, two tech companies a day reach out to me. Wow. And and it got to the point tech companies were offering me money way beyond, like, I was still a a SMB. I was still, like, an entry-level sales engineer. Wow. And companies were offering me money, like, beyond what they were offering money like what principal sales engineers mm. were getting paid. And then I was getting opportunities and offers to like be over a sales engineering department at a startup. Yeah. And it's like I was like, "Yo, and the amount of money was like well over $200,000 plus." And again, this is all under a year of me being in the industry. Mm. And so I want y'all to I, I say this because I want y'all to really understand that that the thing she's saying, it's not just, it's not just cute. It's not just something you're like, oh, I guess I just make some adjustments. It's like, no, this will really transform, like, like just your impact. Yeah. Just just really transform, like, the experience that you're receiving uh, on LinkedIn. And so, uh, anyway, I just want to kind of double down on that. But, yeah, I completely transform Now, mind you, now, I-, I will say my LinkedIn isn't fully optimized the way that it should be. And because of funny. all the things I'm doing now. Nevertheless, yeah. I always know. I'm like, yo, I could tweak my LinkedIn some more based off of advice and information that you've given and it will like 10x everything.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's just like, cause once you get it to the place where the foundation is set, it could just be like, you know, checking in every month or two months and just like adding any little updates. But yeah, I think just, I, I think that's really powerful how, I mean, you're a success story of someone who has leveraged their LinkedIn and scaled beyond what would be typical because of You under because you understood how recruiters use LinkedIn. So
0: I, I think that's really awesome.